So Gail Godot and all of her celebrity friends inspired the Talking Small family to put together a little uplifting music video mashup for all you award-winning viewers. We thank you for listening to the podcast, and if you feel alone in self-quarantining, self-isolation, any of these other millennial terms, just listen to the podcast. We're always there for you guys, bringing you that podcast platinum. Enjoy. My name is Keith! Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, diggy, people said the boogie said up, jump the boogie. Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 said the boogie, so up, drop the boogie. Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 said the boogie said up, jump the boogie. And this is for the questions that don't have any answers. The midnight glances. Stop with it! And the can of freaks! Cars packed with speakers! The G's with the 40s! And the chicks beepers! The northern lights! And the southern comfort! It don't even matter if your veins are punctured! All the crackheads, the critics, the cynics! And all my heroes in the methadone clinics! All you bastards at the IRS! For the crooked cops and the cluttered desks! For the shots of Jack and the caps of math! Half pints of love! And fits of stress! For the hookers all tricking out in Hollywood! For the hoods of the world misunderstood! I said it's all good and it's all in fun! Now get in the pit and try to love someone! Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 send the boogie, set up, jump the boogie! Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, diggy, send the boogie, set up, jump the boogie! Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 send the boogie, send up, drop the boogies! Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 said the boogie, said up, jump the boogie. My name is Kid. Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast flat. Samurai Deli, put him viewers in. Let's go. So welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast, quarantine edition. So again, I'm doing this way up in the country, Al's way in Baton Rouge, joining me via the Skype line, aka the Snapchat line. I don't know why I call it Skype every time, because we've been doing Snapchat lately. Al, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Got me a little glass of scotch here. Uh some some fun podcast games probably be a little throwback pod and what is this quarantine pod number three for us yeah i think it's three i've had uh uh my cousin kenny on with you i've also had uh chris on with you and now introducing a pod favorite making her uh rap game debut as she said on twitter or instagram i forget which one platform it was Dan Bleasy joins us as well from where you at, Dan Bleasy? Austin, Texas. What's up? She's back. <laughs> yeah, last time you were on the podcast, you were on with uh, J Bone, huh? 
Yeah, that was a while ago, right? I I think so. I think it was sometime either early this year or late last year. And yeah, I think that was some 2019 stuff. It was before he. I think de- it was when I was in Germany. It was before he debuted his podcast. Oh yeah, look at him glowing up. Have you? Someone listened? say you're his muse. Comments. I compliment. I I would like to think so. I think J Bone has plenty of muses, you know. But yeah, I'll take it. Have you uh, downloaded, subscribed, rated, and reviewed the uh, J Bone Pod or J Pod Bonecast? Yeah, so I've gotten six episodes in, and I know he shouts me out one pod, and I. I keep on like meaning to listen to that, but I want to go in order. So like, I want to chronologically go through it. I don't want to just like listen to the podcast that he shot, you know, shots me out. Like, so I'm, I'm on number six, but, uh, you know, I have, by the time you listen to it, like when I'm listening to it, you know, the codes are no longer a thing. Uh, but maybe that's what we need now is like movie codes and quarantine. You know, maybe we should have, actually use j bones codes yeah you can definitely use j bones codes and quarantine and chill all this good lockdown season have y'all been quarantining and chilling uh not so much oh, that's a great answer been, thanks been, al <laughs> i mean i mean i mean been going out when i need to but i haven't you know like we've discussed on previous podcasts, you know, it's basically all I do is go to work, go to the grocery store and come home and maybe hit the gym every once in a while. So life hasn't changed that much for me. I'm just, I'm guess I'm not going into work that much more, but it seems, uh, it just seems a lot more quiet on the streets. And same with me, uh, other than the going into work part as essential personnel, I do go into work every damn day so making all of the medical supplies for the peoples out there in the world to be able to you've been masking no i don't mask and i'm not a crab uh, that doesn't sound so like what, essential personnel yeah i mean what medical supplies you making uh so a lot of the products that produced where i work they go into things like the mask. They make Purell. They make all kinds of like plastics. Purell? And down, yeah, whatever the hand sanitizer <laughs> is. It's not Purell. It's Purell. Well, they're all out of Purell. They need Purell now or whatever the fuck Harley said. That's the <laughs> off brand. Damn. Look, I, I go to work every goddamn day to make sure that supply chains Purell. are running towards y'all and y'all can have all the Purell you want. I can't find any, so. So I heard you're not I, working hard enough. Uh, well, you know, I only can do my part. I'm one small cog in this great, great wheel. So, Danielle, you've been quarantined in Austin. So, what's your day to day life like at, uh, in Austin in the quarantine? So I'm like I'm a pro at working from home. So working from home is nothing. Uh, I I already did that. Like that hasn't been an adjustment, um, but. I've been drinking like five times as much. Uh, and so I guess that is, you know, my tolerance has gone up. Um, you know, you can only do so much laundry, clean out the litter box, 
make your bed. Like there, there's only so many tasks to do. So you drink because you've uh, completed all your tasks. So, uh, my day to day looks like going to the patio, going to the couch. I, I'm not one of those people who likes to stream shit. Like I'll watch something if, if I'm actually interested in it, but like, I don't like binge watch series on series. So I've been trying to do that. My N64 I was playing. Now it's broken. Uh, not sure why, but you know. You just got to blow into the corona. cartridges. Yeah, I mean, I, I've done that. I know that. Uh, I, I'm going to blame it on Corona. The last game I played was 007. So I think uh, Corona got me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, Corona got you like you got my 007. <laughs> we've had multiple versions of the 007 and the reason I don't think this is your version is because not all the levels are completed. <laughs> that's uh, that's, uh, that's pretty good evidence. Um, I, I don't really yeah. have a comeback to that because I don't want to ever admit I wasn't awesome at GoldenEye, so I guess I'll have to allow it. I mean, the evidence shows. So, is have you been running any low on supplies like alcohol or anything like that? Good. Um, have a spec right by my apartment. Like I could walk there, so that's been good. They they kept that open. Um, but like really, I had a hair appointment like last weekend, and I haven't had a hair appointment since December fifteenth. And so yeah, I'm a I'm a fake blonde, right? Low maintenance blonde. I'm trying to get my roots done in like a toner and a cut because the ends are dead. And, Harley, uh, can you explain this to me? Coloring your hair or doing haircuts? Because neither of us do haircuts. Yeah, I know. Danielle just said about five different things that I have no idea what the fuck okay, they are. Okay, so, so a, a Specs is a liquor store. If you were Texas, I you got would know that, that. I got that part. <laughs> I got that part. And I got roots because I, I know I need more of them up top. I got those two, but I, th- I heard toner in there, which I thought was only for printers. Maybe Harley's company makes it. Heard some other <laughs> shit. I was, I, I need some uh, definitions of these things. Harley, do you know? So um, I can say that I wasn't fully paying attention to your words. I was kind of just grabbing concepts over here. So what I got out of it is you had a hair appointment because your roots were kind of growing out because you're kind (laughs) of like a fake blonde and you did it on December 15th. So you wanted to get some root action done because you're a low maintenance blonde. That's what I got out of it. So every, every three months is a long time for a girl to get their hair done. Hashtag stained. So this is an extra long time. So normally I would go every eight weeks. So I was already pushing it. I pushed it harder and further because I was like, okay, I'm going (laughs) to save some money. Would you Uh, say you pushed it to the limit? She pushed it harder and further. Way past it. What kind of hairdresser is this? You got it. The limit does not exist. Well, she's mad at me because I pushed it so far and then shit happened. She's like, damn. (laughs) Your hairdresser's mad at you? She thinks I might take matters into my own hands if this goes on because my hair looks ridiculous right now. So that's the whole point is that it's just a really harsh route. Uh, you know, I've gone four months almost without, uh, 
a hair appointment, which is unheard of if you're blonde. So, Are you thinking about taking some scissors and cutting out all the blonde parts? So I have trimmed my, my end, but I don't think I did a great job. And, you know, hopefully it doesn't get to that point. But will I do it if this goes on for months and months? Absolutely. But I'm not going to dye my hair box dye because I've done that before and it never worked out well. Just a shit show. So box dye, Al, would be a dye in a box. Something you could buy from Walmart, CVS, whatever. Just pick up. In no professional. Yeah. So, all right. So your hairdresser got upset at you uh, how does that work did you send your hairdresser a snapchat or something and show the roots like how, how do they get mad at you from a distance so i kept pushing it back and she was like oh are you good asking if i was good product so i was like yeah i'm good and then this all happened and she had to cancel my appointment and she was like okay don't do anything which was like the equivalent of like don't touch it like wait until i can Wait until I can do it. Because, I don't know, hairdressers are kind of territorial because it's their work, you know? It's their world. You're just living in it. So, she has created... I don't know. The, the... Harley, this seems very selfish on this chick. She's being a bad salesman as a hairdresser. I mean, she's being pushy. She's saying, hey, don't make my job harder for me. She sounds very demanding. And she's trying to make a sale. I mean, this would not work on me oh. if I was a client. Well, Al, it w it may work on you a little bit if we end up giving you a uh, gift for hair appointments and you have to go three times and then buy all the frames and get swindled in the process and have to get really mad at somebody. I mean, what about loyalty? <laughs> like, whatever happened to loyalty? Eh... I mean, if you do a bad job or you like are doing enough business tactics that make me just be annoyed with you. I mean, there's a million hairdressers in the world. You know, if she's saying, hey, don't fuck with the hair, you're making my hair job harder for me next time you come in. Like I'd say, buzz off, lady. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. I'm in quarantine. And then you're you just going to buzz your head. Yeah, that's what we do. Maybe I should do that. I have a mohawk right now for that. I buzzed in. It was fucking, I like it. <laughs> Swag. Yeah, Danielle, just fucking shave it all off by the time <laughs> we're out scary. of the by the time we're out of the quarantine you'll at least have uh, a high and tight like craig well that's my thing is i'm like i'm going brunette now and i haven't been brunette in like eight years so so I like i'm not i'm not brown but i'm like 50 almost 50 percent of my hair is brown which is like wild all right, so for the viewers out there, if you're trying to figure out what 50% of brown blonde hair looks like, uh, check out the video on our Instagram page, at Talking Small Pod on Instagram. <laughs> we have a video produced by Joey Deucer. Uh, great, great <laughs> job, Joe, with the producing there. And, uh, Danielle, look, I didn't, like, stare awful hard at this but I watched the video a couple times. I only remember you having really, really blonde hair. I don't remember brown. Well, yeah, because the, I I took the video and, like, you know, like, this is what I wanted to be shown. If you just see me with my hair back, I look brunette because all you see is, like, brown roots. But um, it's just my new identity. I'm, I'm shifting and adjusting <laughs> to this brunette. Uh, so it's so like... Your new 
So your new brunette identity was faking a video like you were as blonde as possible? That's your new brunette identity? No, we just need to all like slowly accept that she's coming. Like brunette Dan Bleasy's on her way. That, that's a good premise, Al. If just no one had social media, we're all quarantined for like two months, and then everybody just comes out looking completely different. I think that would be pretty fucking hilarious. Women are going to look different. Like, when they don't have their nail tech, their hairdressers, they can't get spray tanned. I haven't got spray tanned in over a month, and I was a week. So it hurt. It physically hurt. It's good. Harley, it's going to hurt women way more than it's going to hurt men. You hear how, how many appointments and stuff they have to do just for maintenance. Me and you, we cut our own hair. You know, we're very, we're ultimate low maintenance. We would take a shower with the outdoor hose if we needed to. Like, we'll be fine during the quarantine, not, not going to all these places. The chicks, they're going to, they are going to come out looking like completely different people. You may even see a couple of unibrows. We're suffering. That, that's true. Uh, chicks are people, too. They can suffer. Maybe this will just help to break down the gender stereotypes, you know, Harley? Yeah, de- definitely. Definitely want to do that. So, Danielle, uh, moving forward, or I guess it's in the past a little bit, but moving forward on the pod. The last time I saw you was, what, about a month ago? Yeah, like three to four weeks. All right, so right before Rona really kicked off, like Rona was kind of sniffing around the fringes, but not really here yet. Uh, you came in town, and I came over to my parents' house or parents' house and boiled some crawfish. So, how was the crawfish? I give it a eight and a half out of ten. Okay, what's it would be a ten? Because I thought they were pretty fucking good. So they were fresh, they were hot, they were the right size. I think it was so so I'm giving the experience an eight and a half out of ten. I think it was the people, not the crawfish. So I think the crawfish like I don't have any notes for you, uh Harley, that's bullshit. You should get a ten then. Well Yeah, I think I, it was the people, but then I wanna hear that, how the people deducted the points. People. I want to see. I want to yeah, hear. You these... can't be judged by that. It's not your party. Uh, mm, I don't know but about it's this. His people. Okay, so who are you deducting points for? I'm not calling <laughs> out. No, I'm not going to get messy and call out certain people's names. But I think the social aspect was off. Which the perfect crawfish boil. The crawfish got to be good, but the the people got to be good. You got to be drinking. You got to be having a good time, laughing. Uh. I don't know. I think it got a little. People got tired and dull. Towards, so, not naming any names, but uh, not me. <laughs> um. So let me get this straight. You're used to the crawfish bowls that happen over at the house, where we just play a bunch of music and beer pong afterwards, and just get shit faced in the country, versus at mom and dad's house, where everybody went to sleep by nine o'clock. Yeah, but mom and dad were also there, and then I also went out afterwards. I don't, I mean, you dropped me off at the bar, so I was still going hard, going strong. I did my part, but no one else showed up. I like it. Everyone else. You can max out a crawfish with Dan Bleasy at an eight, but the three points you get for a crowd can get 
deducted very quickly from her scale of 11. I just think the crowd could have been better. I mean, how big was this crawfish boil? Like, you could probably narrow down who she's talking about already. I mean, you just named Harley the parents. I mean, Harley's got to wake up early because he's got to put cream on his mini horse's cock. He's got <laughs> things to do. He's got to be waking up early. But, you know, some of these other the people... Evening. No. Oh, that's a night activity. <laughs> so what I guess I I can kind of say that Danielle might be onto something with the vibe. Um, not divulging too many. You can't deduct the crawfish though. You can't uh, deduct crawfish score from that. You can't blame you. It wasn't even at your house. Well, you can't be blamed for that. So it yeah. took away from the crawfish. No. Okay. So now I'm gonna go sway towards knob side this time. I asked you to rate the crawfish, not the crawfish boil. The boil's all the pageantry and the party that goes with it. The crawfish are as a separate entity. But what I will say without calling out too many people, because I know sh- this person won't even listen. Um, yeah, I think uh, you can't really put small children a lot around my grandma at this point. Because grandma's, you know, she's she's old. She's, she's earned her... Um, her, her time and her place in life, but the screws are starting to unloosen a little bit and she's really obsessed with kids right now. And it's really, she's fiending. it's, it's kind of weird. Wait, wait, wait. She's her screws are unloosed. That mean that would mean they're tight. <laughs> no, their screws are unloosened. Like they're loosening up. They're just loose. Okay. Yeah. Loosening, not unloosening. Cool. Uh, him. Okay. Well, well, actually, I mean, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, and a little bit high, isn't unloosen and loosen both? They could both be used interchangeably. It's kind of like a redundant. Al, they know what I mean. (laughs) So, yeah, but I mean, Harley. If anything, you should get points for going. This is an away game. You're making crawfish away from your house. Like that's even harder to make better crawfish because you're not on your home. You don't have home field advantage. So, and you were only asking about your crawfish anyway, because you were trying to brag up on your skills. So I, and I was trying to shit on Chris at the same time. Exactly. We're good. The crawfish weren't the problem. Yeah. So Harley, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but what is your grandma doing around little kids now? Uh, well, like, so gr- grandma is kind of like, I'm trying to like scoot around this cause I don't want to be insensitive cause it's, it's, a, it's, it's probably a medical issue here, but, uh, HIPAA regulations, as we talked about with our lawyer last time, no one knows what those are, but, or as he calls them HIPAA regulations. <laughs> I've been HIPAA trained, so I'm a good podcast, podcast guest. Did she just call herself a podcat? All those cats and kittens. We'll get into that in oh a God. little bit. We'll get to that. <laughs> Speaking of crawfish boils, we'll get to that. So uh, she uh, has like takes dolls and she kind of like thinks they're babies. So then when there's an actual baby around, so one of Ella's friends brought her kid over. It get, she like is obsessed. She wants to hold the baby. She wants to see the baby. She wants to follow the baby around. She can barely walk right now as it is. It becomes a whole infatuation. And it's just like when you're drinking, last thing you want to do is make sure grandma's not falling or fiending after a child. Damn. And she always asks like me when I'm going to have kids, Harley, if he has a kid, like 
it's a it's a conversation topic. Yeah, she's she's uh unloosening right before her eyes. I love you, Grandma, if you listen. Um so, so, so how old is she as well? I mean, this Danielle's giving you negative points because an old person is acting like an old person. I Still, never I called no out the old person. I never Harley did. <laughs> yeah, for the record, I did that. I stand by <laughs> what I said. I love my grandma, but look, when, when you're in your... Uh, she's got to be, what, 89 or something like that? This is why I'm her favorite. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're the one that can pop out. Because she doesn't remember anything? No, because you can <laughs> pop out kids and I can't. Um, well, we don't know that. Oh, you uh, could pop them well, out. Okay, anatomy-wise, you have the parts <laughs> potentially over me to pop out kids. I don't think you understand how anatomy works because you need two parts. You don't know. There's. Have you ever heard of the Immaculate Conception? It's called Jesus. Mm. Yeah, if you pray hard enough, it'll come through. Okay. That's what happened to me. all right so i think i know the real reason danielle did not enjoy the crawfish bowl or the company because danielle kind of out herself as a little bit of a weirdo danielle can i can i can i talk about some of the topics you were bringing up okay but that was after the crawfish bowl i know what you're about to say that was way after the crawfish bowl so yeah talk about it Wait, hold on. Which one do you think I'm bringing up first? The horse stuff. The the horse the horse stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even have that on my notes. That wasn't even Harley's top two. <laughs> <laughs> so the horse stuff. So Danielle's sitting there, and she's got a friend with her. I guess pretty drunk. I guess what your friends from like some kind of farm in Kentucky or Tennessee or something like that. Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a real Craig type. So he, uh, North Mississippi. They're sitting there talking about how to, how to stud horses. And Danielle's mind getting blown because horses have to have somebody guide their penis into a, a mare's vagina. And she is absolutely losing this. And, <laughs> um, I guess Ben was the, was your friend's name, right? So, Mm-hmm. Ben was sitting there telling stories about how it happens. My wife's telling stories about how it happens. My wife's friend uh, that's in from Kentucky that was going to college in Kentucky it was in town uh, was talking about how it happens and Danielle could not understand why anybody wanted to take a horse's cock in their hand and guide it into another horse's vagina. It's just not like something I would wake up in the morning and be like, oh shit, I want to do that. Harley, why is this such a weird topic? Like two podcasts ago, you were talking about jerking off your mini horse. This is this is routine in the show household. Textbook. No last names. Textbook, Harley. Yeah, that that damn that damn executive producer always just trying to show, throw shade at people and and shame them. Um, I'm not shaming you. I'm saying you're saying this is uh, you're bringing this up as a. Uh, Topic at the party that was, you know, risque or something like this is a reason the ambiance wasn't good. But you made well, the Dan- same. First of all, Danielle brought this up, not me. Then we and talked about all, beer threesomes. Which, hold is on. that where you're going to bring we're, up? We're going to get to that. Okay. So let me re- back up. 
just because not everybody listens to every podcast, some of them just turn in, tune in for certain episodes, like all you uh, males that probably just tuned in to Dan Bleasy's episode, thanks for the views, I am not jerking off my mini horse, that is not what's happening. Why are you laughing? You have done it, because you had to clean his penis, you were talking about it. So I have to medicate his sheath, which means I have to rub cream <laughs> in his sheath i don't have to touch the horse's penis it retracts it's like a frightened turtle that goes back in its shell so it's like his vulva but not you know like the external part okay you just threw me for a loop evidently she knows hippo you don't know what a vulva and, is? and balls wow so you said you weren't a big streaming person danielle but I thought I heard you say that you've been watching a lot of deer threesomes lately. What? <laughs> That's not what I said. What I said was that I I have been uh I I now know that they exist and I've I I've acknowledged it. Well, how do you know they exist? So there is a sex museum in New York, and they have a whole exhibit um, dedicated to deer threesomes. So deer like to like homosexuality is prevalent. Um, they will have poly polygamy. They deers are freaks, right? So um, there are there is video footage of deers doing all this, but um, yeah, did. Did I have to prove it to my family by looking it up online and showing videos at the after the crawfish boil? Yes, I did. And she says the ambiance wasn't good, and she's sitting here bringing up deer threes. Because no, because those people that weren't a part of the ambiance had left. I didn't show everyone at the crawfish boil a deer threesome. <laughs> Let's be clear. All right, Harley. So that's narrowed it down. So if you were there from the deer threesome party if you were in that conversation then you weren't part of the pro problem the problem had already left by that point so this gives us a nice time stamp of when the losers were there yeah there's like three people this could possibly be now and one kid <laughs> so it's it's narrowing down and two of these people are are linked because one's an old lady and one's a kid um, I would Im I would imagine a lot of people at this conversation would pro uh, or would probably re really get a kick out of Dan Bleasy looking up deer threesomes on her phone. Like, I know a certain viewer. I have one in mind right now who's who would be very in, uh, enthused to hear that statement. He would. He wishes he was at this crawfish boil. He could have learned something or two. Anyway, Craig? so that was one. I, I I had no idea about deer threesomes, so consider me educated now. Well, I'm just well, a little no, bit you more redneck. No, you I don't have to look it up. I can, I know what it looks like. I can see it in my head right now. You you already know. You <laughs> how, were there. How are you picturing deer threesomes in your head, Al? I'm picturing two bucks and one doe. No. A little. Uh, it depends. <laughs> but it's mostly that. You're right. It's mostly that. I mean, that's what I'm imagining right now. I can I can see it. It's, Al, it's like a buck on a doe, and then another buck comes up and just decides to join the fuck. Fuck him in the ass. A, a hunter can would I love to see this. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're pro, we're pro ass yeah. on the pod. I feel like that was pretty explicit. Yeah, I don't think your 89-year-old grandma is going to know how to download this. I think you're safe. 
I'm not worried about her. Harley is. Mm, not really. She'll probably forget. So, all right. More educational things that came out of that discussion. Uh, Danielle learned that a, uh, and I think Dad brought this up that a pig penis is actually in a corkscrew shape. I thought yeah. that was a duck. Uh, maybe it's a duck and a pig, but Dad was very, very graphic on him describing pig penises. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ask him why he knew so much about that? He told us. What was his answer, Danielle? I thought he made some comment like, oh, yeah, I just eat a lot of bacon. No, he, he was on the farm when he was younger, and he saw it firsthand, he said. Or, I mean, unless I he did imagine. He did some that. experimenting. Uh, but, yeah, no shade <laughs> to my dad for knowing about pig penises. We need We need experts in the field. All right, so I had an- another thing. Now, this didn't necessarily happen at the crawfish bowl, but this is as Dan Bleasy's getting a little drunk. She's got inquiring minds. She's really skeptical about what dudes take so long to poop for. Danielle, do you know where I'm going with this? No. Okay. What what a what a start for a take there. So so she never heard this one. She has a theory and wants to know. <laughs> If guys poop and jerk off at the same oh, time. Wait, when did I bring that up, though? You self-bumpkin? A self-bumpkin? Yeah, it's not a bad time. It's it's all right. She, you brought that up on the way for me dropping uh, you and your uh, friend off at the bar. Uh, well, that's... Okay, so... Yes, that is how I feel. I think men are just going to kill two birds with one stone when though like you're you're in public with these people or no, are you just hanging out at their house and they're like hey i'm gonna go take a shit like how do you how are you timing these men no, how no one was doing that the at pun, the crawfish boil no one at the well, crawfish boil was doing that to my knowledge pardon the, pardon the pun but pardon the pun but what's your sample size here like how are you accumulating this data of what's an estimated guy's time shit i think that men like from from my experience, which isn't much, but they'll take about fifteen minutes shitting. But I think <laughs> eight minutes of that are shitting, and seven minutes of that are like flushing the toilet and then having a good time. But I don't know; it's just speculation. So you think they would jerk off after they shit? So they could do it at the same time. I think it's physically possible to do it at the same time, but I think that naturally if you have to shit you would shit before and then jerk off after but if you're like oh i'm just pretending that i have to go to the bathroom then maybe you would sneak it in before and then (laughs) try to poop but maybe you can't poop i don't know maybe it was all just a a ruse the 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 lingering question in the room is like these people are hanging out with danielle long enough for her to notice that they're gone this amount of time and then, like, it's not like I heard porn, and, and like they would want to jerk off. I, I didn't hear noises that made me think this. This is all just mental. She thinks we're absolute savages, Harley. Like we're gonna be eating at fucking Outback Steakhouse, go to the bathroom, take a shit, and jerk off, and come back, act like nothing happened at dinner. Like this is 
This is some uh, little deviant behavior, in my opinion. Well, so I-, I dated a guy in the past <laughs> admitted that he jerked off in a porta potty at work. Almost. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was a blue collar worker. What the fuck? And that's what he said. So we're not going into who it is or anything. <sighs> Can we just get a first name? No. I'm not going to um, be messy. Harley, but, put a guy's first name to this story of the Harley, guy who would jerk off in a no. I, okay, first, first of all, I will not. No guy, no matter how old they are, because this this was a long time ago. Probably has grown up by now. Would want his his tea spilt about him going into porta cans every day, jerking off at work. He's not listening to this, but yeah, for sure. Oh, send him the pod. Uh. I mean, I'll do that. I don't think he's going to open the the direct message. Why wouldn't he? I'll, I'll send it. I'll send it to him. Okay, you know who Harley. you're talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Harley, you agree this is you agree this is a uh, deviant <laughs> he, behavior, right? This is not normal no, operating procedure, I, right? I turned around and said, I said, Danielle, there's no way in fuck I'd ever jerk off at a porta potty. There's fucking no way. It just, Wait, but you haven't had sex in like six months. You've had a hard day at work. I'm not jerking off at a porta day. potty. I could just well, first of all, if you're fucking ready to jerk off, you haven't had a hard day at work unless you're fucking Evan Stone. <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like you've had hard days at work recently because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So what yeah. do you have to say about that? Making that Perel. No, and then on the pooping and jerking <laughs> off, there's no possible way I'm taking a shit and then jerking off and having all that smell okay, in there. Okay, so what the is the fa- order of operation? No, I'm so- just saying, if I ever did that, I'd be faking a shit, jerk off, and then just do one flush oh. and walk out. Okay. I don't think I'd yeah, take the poop. Harley, you understand my befuddlement of this because this person is hanging out with Danielle and he's going off to the bathroom to jerk off and then coming back and Danielle suspects that he, like, this is... Well, in her defense, if she knew somebody that would jerk off in porta potties I mean, clearly guys would jerk off anywhere. So I see where she's getting her data from. No, but people have admitted that they'll jerk off in less than obvious places. All right. Okay, uh, besides porta cam, what's so like maybe give me the like male two... version of being freaky. Like it's like ooh, like it's like a Louis CK situation here. I mean, I don't think he's these, that freaky. These are animals, man, going into like a waffle house and just jerking off and going back and eating their all-star breakfast with everybody else at the they table. Knew like... There'd be a wait. There's going to be a wait. They don't have this anything is, else. This to is do. This is deviant behavior. Wait, Daniel, let right. me ask you this just real quick. Do you think this is all dry rubs or you think they carry around a packet of lube? <laughs> oh, they spit and then and then go forth. All right. All right. So So the, the after the crawfish bowl, the next I think it was the next day, y'all go to uh St. Patty's Day parade in Slidell. How was that, Daniel? Oh, man, we got sauce. Uh, And so the coronavirus, all this stuff came out the next weekend. So this was the last St. Patty's Day Parade. So it was like the last, like, cool event for a while. But it was in Slidell. So, uh, you know, 
you got to take it with a grain of salt. But it was actually, you know, me and the parents just got shit faced. And you got to you got to love it. I was I had asked them to um, buy some steaks ahead of time because I was coming into town and I, I, I hadn't had a steak grilled for me in however long. And so when I was drunk, I kept saying, we need the steaks. And my dad kept saying, we could go to Wendy's. They have ground beef. And I said, no, we need the steak. I was real animate about having uh, steaks. And then we got the steaks and I was so drunk. I don't like, I barely remember the steaks. So. Well, didn't you run into a uh, fa- uh, family friend tending bar? Oh, yeah. David Hawk. I'm not going to say no last names. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I got a snap from I got a snap from this parade and it was uh you guys' yeah, mom, mom drunkenly you. stumbling Yeah, she was drunk drunkenly stumbling back like, "Oh shit, I just went up to someone thinking it was Alex and it was not him and I'm embarrassed." Well, she called me over. She said, "Hey, Alex is over there." <laughs> She'd come and I was like, "Okay, yeah." And then it was just not <laughs> but I was luckily not close, so I got, I wasn't, like, having to face the dude. But what, he, did he notice mom do that, or did he was just uh, acting all Oh, yeah, all he aloof. was like, uh, he was like, ha-ha, like, yeah. <laughs> Some you old know, drunk He didn't think lady. it was funny or cute. Yeah, for sure. She was drunk. He was catching feelings that, uh, you know, he's a disappointment, Harley. Can't blame him. He was like, damn, I'm not Alex. Exactly. All right. All right, Harley. Are you are, does crawfish boil? Do you want to do a little uh, segue into another crawfish boil segment? Okay. Yeah. So since we're talking about crawfish boils, like Danielle said, you know, normally it's a good time and everyone just parties. And since uh, what's hot in the quarantine binge streets is Tiger King, we thought we would do a kind of a fantasy draft of who from Tiger King the documentary would you bring to a crawfish boil and you know what kind of you know just kind of fantasy draft how many people do you want to pick harley uh i don't want to go too too deep with your three yeah uh well if we you want to do snake draft or we just going to pick do snake all right let's go four danielle do you do you have a list of the characters in front of you or something like that i do uh Oh no! So who wants to go? So okay. So here's the premise. So wait. So we're drafting. She gets like, the premise. How's it gonna work? But the snake draft, I think, is what she's confused about, Harley. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Danielle. So one, like, let's say I pick first. I get first pick. You get second pick. Al gets third pick. Then Al gets fourth. Then you get fifth, and I would get sixth. So it kind of goes back. And okay, f- but how long do we do it? How many? We'll go, we'll, we'll go with four people each. So that'll be 12 people. That might okay, be a well, lot. Okay, well, I probably only know eight people in general. Okay, well, that... I th- mean, I watched the whole show, but I don't well, have, hey, like... Well, choose wisely, then. Harley, we're going to wax her in this. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm I th- ready. We, we already know she's very particular in ambi- ambiance and crawfish. No, bills. I have a fucking list. <laughs> All right, who, Harley, how do we decide who goes first? Um, well, since Danielle's got a fucking list, how about she goes first, Al, you go second, and I'll go third. Okay. 
Okay. Um, so my first pick is Rick Kirk. All right. Exp- do you know you want? That's the uh, that's a guy with no legs. Good. Yes, I think he is just the most relatable. Uh, we stand. He, you know, he got dragged and all this, and he. Like, his life's been affected, and he is just, like, the most open about it. So, he's my top pick. He's my favorite character. Who, who did she pick, Harley? She was kind of breaking up for me. Uh, Rick Kirkman. He's the uh, he's the guy with the, the – he's missing both legs in the zipline accident. That, that's not him. Oh, shit. No, that's not. That's the TV producer. Wait, Daniel, you're talking about the yeah. TV producer with that wore the hat the whole time? No, I was. I'm talking about what y'all are talking about. Who's the guy who is? The You're talking about John uh, Rinky. Yeah, yeah. Rinky. Okay, so that's my pick. Okay. All right, let me. Okay. My notes are messed up. Okay, so John all right, Rinke. I'm 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 just making sure. I'm I want to make sure who's on the board. Okay, you know this is a steal at pick number two. I got to go, Joe Exotic. The dude is a showman. There's going to be something to watch at all times with the Crawfish Boys. We got Joe Exotic there pounding fat wives and hitting on every straight man uh, below the Mason-Dixon line. So I got to go Joe Exotic, number one for me. Enough said. I mean, obvious number one pick. All right. For me, this this could be tough. Um, I'm I'm going John Finley. He just—he seems like a good time. Just wants to shoot guns. Going to be tatted up. I heard he's got new teeth. Uh, he's gay for pay, but he also fucks women. I think he's—I think he's—I uh, think he's a good time. You're, that's your first round pick. Yeah, I'm going John Finley. I get—I get another All one. All right. Too. Okay. So wait, what are what are we doing here? Oh, or what are we? What team are we building? Your crawfish bowl like, team. Like just alive. No, you're, you're building your fantasy. You're building okay. your fantasy Tiger okay. King, uh, crawfish boil team. Okay, so my pick Carol Baskin. We're not. You don't get to uh, pick yet. What the fuck is this? You don't get to pick yet, Danielle. I thought it was my pick. No, it goes. You had to, first I, pick. I get two now. Okay. She, uh, See, this she's is the fuck, problem she, with the draft. Yeah, well, she's fucked up in the snake, Harley. That was. It took one round God to get fucked up by me. the snake. All right. So she picked fucking she picked fucking legless Joe Jackson number one. What a rookie! All right, so I'm going to pick uh, Doc Antich because <laughs> this guy is going to roll in, in an elephant. Uh, this guy is just fucking insane. He's gonna he's gonna bring all kinds of fucking wives and just is going to be orgy fest. So I gotta Good go pick. with my boy Doc. What's his last name again? One more time for the viewers. <laughs> I, 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 Antich. Antol. <laughs> it's you, Antol. You know who I mean. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I didn't think this was going to be on the board, but if I have Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin still on the board, I got to go Carol. Joe and Carol no! together at the same crawfish boil. That's just. That's must-see TV. I could sell the streaming rights and fucking do gang numbers. Easy number two pick for me. Okay, so is it my turn yet? Yeah, yeah you picked twice now. 
Okay, well, there's not too many picks on the board, so I'm going to go Howard Bass. Um, he, I mean, you know, he, he feels like an ally. What? That's a simp. He's of course you picked a simp. This <laughs> fucking mutt. So far, well, her, take it. her coffee is boiled. Yeah, and he's there with fucking legless Joe Jackson. It's going to be, this is going to be a uh, mayonnaise well, vibe so far. If you take all the good picks, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Draft better. All right, and now you get another pick. Great. Um, so <laughs> maybe, uh, so who was Rick Perkins? That was the the film producer that had all his footage uh, get burnt up with the crocodiles. The chain okay. smoker with the hat. That's, that's my pick. My next pick. He 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 seems like a okay guy. Okay, my pick here. Hmm. <sighs> this is tough here. Because I got Joe Exotic and I got Carol Baskin, so that's going to be fireworks. No, I need somebody, somebody to add a little to it here. Hmm. Oh, I think there's a really easy pick for you right now. Oh, fuck. Jeff Lowe? Hmm, who am I going to go with? I'm going to go with, I think, Kenny Farr. Don Lewis is handy, man. He, he, he seems good with tools. He'll help you out at the crawfish boil. And he's also going to be a little dirty in Joe Exotic's ear going, hey, you know she killed his wife, you know, a, a husband. I used to work for Don Lewis. Like, I know she did it. And he's going to be gaslighting him to egg on Carol Baskins. And he seems like a uh, good guy to pound a Budweiser with and help me fix the porch. So I'm going with Kenny Farr there. A little off the radar pick. Yeah, no, that that was good. That was good. All right, so I'm going to go just absolute batshit crazy here. I'm going Tim Stark. This is the guy that's got a <laughs> monkey. He's got a lot of heavy equipment. He could bring over his dozer just in case I need some dozer work. Uh, he brings like $3 million in equipment, easily to swindle money for him. So I'm going with my boy... Tim Stark. And then Is it my turn? Nope, it's my turn. Don't get lost in the uh, don't ah. get lost in a snake. And then Wait your turn. And then for the uh for the fireworks, I I got I got to go Jeff Lowe cuz T- T- Tim Stark doesn't already like Jeff Lowe. Now I got Jeff Lowe. I yeah, I'll take Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe is the worst. D- yeah, I know, but he's going to between him and Doc Ansel, I'm going to get so – there's going to be so much sex at my crawfish bowl, and Tim Stark's going to sweep them all away in his dozer. But how did the crawfish toy taste? Well, I'm cooking them, so they're awesome. <laughs> Duh. Mm. Harley, that, that's an interesting collection. Uh, you, you did the best with your position there, I think. Tim Stark and Jeff Lowe, that's, that's some fireworks. You got Doc Antle there, you know, acting holier than now with everybody. You got the two, you got the two, um, not the other one. I got me guys there. Uh, it's solid. And then, and for some reason you picked John Finley, number one, he's just there. 
he's he's probably there trashing yeah, Joe Exotic. I think I think I think Finley ends up being the most normal out of anybody not named uh fuck, what's that little twerp's name that did, uh Joshua Dial, the guy that does the <laughs> uh the that worked in Walmart's uh gun collection and his dream job was to be a uh chief of staff or campaign, campaign manager. manager. Yeah, there you go. That yeah, that seemed like if I think they're, I've heard they're going to turn this into like a a real movie with real actors. Josh Dial is for sure going to be uh, Josh Gad. I mean, that's just perfect casting right there. Al, it's your pick. Okay, uh, you know I already have the fireworks with Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. You got Kenny Farr there as a glue guy. For four, I'm just going with a pure down to earth person who probably won't eat a lot of crawfish. Hey, can I I'm guess who with, it is? Yeah. I think you're going with Saf. Yep. Kelsey Safry, the one armed girl. She's not going to be able to peel crawfish. She's just going to be pounding drinks and packing dips. Uh, and, you know, she's going to be pretty chill, but. You know, she'll be help you bounce somebody out when they when Joe Exotic gets too drunk. So she's she's definitely uh someone you would like to see at a crawfish but, boil and just sit in a lawn chair with and crank a hoon. But she is technically transgender. Did y'all hear that? I don't care. She seemed cool. I thought she just okay, identified but her pronouns as... are them. So I... it's not she, it's them. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that's Al being insensitive. That's Al. <laughs> Hey, them se- y'all knew about it. Them seems like good people, so we'll go with her. we'll go with them for a four there. That's a, that's a value pick, Harley. I get multiple people for the price of one pick. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah, I don't know how this works. Why isn't it my turn? It is your turn. Um, You're the la- this is the last pick. Okay, Dylan passes because <laughs> he has just he he came into this fresh. He has been posting Instagrams recently, how he supports uh, just in favor of Joe. And I don't think he's ride or die, but I think he was the last married husband and he's here. This is him. And he's just, you know, embraced it. Now, Danielle, sources say last time you chose a man named Dylan, it didn't work out so well. Well, it's spelled (laughs) differently. Okay, there you go. For the record, that was Harley laughing at his own joke, slapping his knee there. Also, Joe and I are very different. Although he has this human, like, relatable, like, like we all relate to Joe, whether we like it or not. But I don't think I relate to Joe at all on any level. When he's sad, when he's hurting, yes, you do. We all do. Uh, uh, hey, Danielle. No? Danielle, what did you think Just about... Me? Josh Dial's reaction to uh, what's his face shooting him in it, kill, uh, killing himself. That was pretty damn good. It was rough. That was that was hard. Yeah, Maldonado or whatever his name was. Um, that was uh, that was like great acting. Like if that happened in a movie, I'd be like, yes, that dude nailed it. He was just like fucking shocked. And just couldn't believe what he just saw. Pretty crazy. Y'all notice how Joe Exotic kept taking his new husband's last name, I guess, to to try to lose, you know, creditors and all that kind of shit. And to, to you know, hope some things get lost in the legal system just by changing his last name so many damn times. 
Yeah, I noticed that he's big fan of big fan of hyphens. <laughs> well, I'm compiling the teams right now. Danielle's is absolute trash, but we'll put a <laughs> poll. Uh, Harley's pretty solid. I got bad picks. Like I got my draft. You had number weird. one pick. My draft got all weird. Yeah, not picking Joe Exotic number one or at okay, the very I least. Okay, I know. I thought he was untouchable. Untouchable. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I if I had to go back, yeah, I should definitely pick Carol Baskins over John Finley. That that was just a well, mistake. Well, I tried to pick Carol Baskin, and then someone. Joker. Yeah, and you picked Howard. Howard's the worst. Because I was going to pick Carol. Oh, fuck, anyway. Fucking Howard. That fucking she had I number one. Howard. Shout out to Howard. I don't feel bad for Howard. He knew he, what he was getting into. Yeah, he signed up for it. Howard gets his dick hard about sealing an envelope, envelope for a subpoena. Like He has... They, they, they showed pictures. And I don't know how much of this is just memes, but... They're doing like rope play, like she's walking him. No, that was in the that was in the uh, thing that was in the wedding where she's got him. He's wearing like a tiger onesie, and she's got him like with a a collar and a chain. Oh, that's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, that was in the documentary. In the documentary, I watched it. I just don't remember that part. Looking at her damn phone the whole time. All right, Harley, you want me give give you a rundown of everybody's team? And then you guys can vote. I, I have it right here. So Danielle picked John Renke. She also has Howard Baskins, Rick Kirkland, and Dylan <laughs> Passage. Holy crap. Al- I'm hardly mispronouncing all those names. But, like, what are we competing for? Like, Who's got, like, is- the cooler hang team? Like, what crawfish? Like, fantasy crawfish team. boil. Yeah, what so crawfish boil? The best team. What? No, Period. it's... It's whose crawfish bowl would you go to if that's where the people were there? If they had you, John Rinke, Howard Baskins, Rick Kirkland, or whatever his name is, and Dylan Kirkham, Kirkham whatever, and Dylan Passage, um, or they had that's bad ambiance. You wouldn't want to go. Um, not when I could go to Al's where he's got Joe Exotic, Carol Baskins, Kenny Farr, and Saf. Like That's how do you get the two biggest players? Yeah, but you're c- terrible drafting. And then I got John Finley, Doc Ansel. I wouldn't go. Tim Stark and Jeff Lowe. Oh man, mine's mine. Yeah, well, Jeff you wouldn't want to go. You'd end up having uh, yeah. affairs with like Jeff Lowe or so I Doc. I think Antle. I'm number two. I I think I think it it all comes down to whether you want fireworks and entertainment. Or do you want smut? Because Harley's crawfish boil is going to turn into a fucking orgy with a lot of, ouch, your fingers are spicy. I guarantee it. <laughs> Mine's going to be more fireworks and the cops are going to come. So it de- kind of depends on w- what what vibe you're looking for. And Danielle's you'll go to if like to get out of a funeral or something. Like hers is bad. Bad <laughs> ambiance. I think the conversation will be interesting, though. Like, yeah, Howard Baskin's like, a real fireball. <laughs> Rick Kirkham's going to be smoking the whole time going, these people are fucking losers. All right. All right. So, so overall, um, Danielle, I had uh, our parents start Tiger King last night. Mom, very intrigued so far. 
Yeah. So I talked to them today because today was mom's birthday. Um, yeah. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. This counts out, as a call. Shout out to the mom. Uh, no, but uh, so they are now on episode. They just ended episode two. But I told him to hang on. Dad said it, it, it's pretty drawn out and long. I was like, it gets interesting around four or five. For me, that was the situation, at least. Oh, I thought it got interesting at three once they dove into Carol Baskins and her fucking thievery of uh, well, Don Lewis. Yeah, that was interesting, but like it gets real interesting around like the end of four, beginning of five. But that's just my take. Um, Danielle, did you watch Love is Blind? Yeah. Okay, all right, 10-4. So, Al, did you... Um, actually, I guess I'll just ask you a question. How do you think you would do on Love is Blind, Danielle? You know, so people, aside from Love is Blind specifically, people have always told me that I could be... could do well on The Real World or The Bachelor or, like, real like reality television like you know i and i i would like to think i would do okay you know not that i'm like the winner or anything but for love is blind i feel like i wouldn't have done well like in this hypothetical scenario where i'm on the show i feel like i wouldn't have found love because uh i don't know i just feel like from what we saw from their conversations in the vault or whatever it's called the pod like it it just didn't feel like enough. Like, I don't want to get engaged to someone off of that, but that's just me. How do you think you would have done? Uh, you could listen to the last podcast and check that out. <laughs> oh, um, okay. so well, I haven't. No, yeah, that's fine. That just a view will get later. It's a, a view to be named later. So, okay. We got a we got a game. Al, did you have anything else you want to talk about, or you want to jump into the uh, the game? Who would you rather be in a quarantine with? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm ready to jump in the game. I think this is sort of sparked off by uh, we posted a Twitter poll that ended up fifty percent fifty percent of who would you rather be quarantined with? The executive producer Harley or your uncle Al? Me and uh, we split fifty fifty. And then my dad came in a couple days late, going. God damn it, I couldn't vote in this poll. They won't let me or something. Hashtag sucks getting and then a space bar and old or something like that. So uh, I think my dad would have voted for Harley anyway. So good good thing you didn't get to the polls in time. But did you vote for yourself, Al? No, I abstained from voting. I uh, felt like that would be dirty pool. See, I Especially vote- since I'm the one who posted the poll, too. So Well, I voted for you, so I fucked myself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't spend it with yourself. You go. That's giving yourself solitary I know. confinement. I know. So I, I, if you're, that's exactly why I did. I was like, well, I guess I'd rather be with Al than just myself. So, well, Aww. damn. I, I wish I could say the same. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. Well, Danielle, who would you rather be in a quarantine with, me or Fucking Harley? Neither. None of the above. We'd be pretty bad. I mean, I'm. I don't want to be trapped in a room with either one of y'all, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but Danielle, I, I have tons of toilet paper. I was prepared. I Harley heard- and I don't get along, so I know we don't get along. Alex and I have nothing in common, so 
I guess, Alex, but <laughs> probably not going to get along. So I like it. Yeah, oh. I know Harley and I don't get along. I know enough not to eat her cosmic brownies, Harley. That's all I'm saying. It's the- yeah, we all live together. I forgot we all live together. Did we? For a minute. Wait, when did that happen? For a second, that house in Baton Rouge when I walked in the wrong house. Oh, yeah, maybe for a second. The Nicholson yeah. Lake one? Yeah, there was four of us living in there at one point, right? Danielle, my mom, you and me. I sort of forgot that happened after like a flood or something, right? No, I think they just sold their house or something, and mom was still working over there, and she had a transfer. And I, I yeah, I forget. I that was, was like right 19. after we graduated. So I would have been nineteen. So y'all would have been like twenty four, twenty five. No, it was we were twenty two. It was right after we graduated. Oh. Well then, how? Okay, so dad was in Beaumont. No, uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> we all sort of semi-blocked it out of our memory. All right. So, yeah, that, I didn't. I, I fucking forgot about that. All right. Yeah, I forgot we were all roommates. Interesting. Well, yeah, and when we were roommates, Al actually had a job, and I hadn't started my job yet, so I was sleeping on the couch, staying up late, and I let him sleep in, uh, in my bedroom. I think your mom slept in your bed, and I slept in the floor in one room or something. No, I don't care. I don't remember. All right, so I blocked it out. All right, so Danielle, this game, since evidently you weren't so great at drafting, as we could see, this game is, would you rather be, who out of these two people would you rather be in a quarantine with? And you have to choose a side. Well, I hope who these people fucking are. I mean, I made the list. I think you should know mine. I have a list of like 10 people. You should know pretty much everyone. Wait, you have 10 choices or just 10 total people? 10 or 11 matchups. Do I have to give a reason? Yeah, I, I have nine. Okay. So yeah, you yeah, give, give a reason. I All mean, right. if you want to be interesting, yeah, give a reason. All right. So okay. the first question is from all of you for all of y'all, and we'll just stay with the theme. Joe Exotic or Carol Baskins? Who would you rather be stuck in quarantine with? Oh fuck. Joe Baskin. I mean, <laughs> Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Well, actually, it'd be cool if they had a baby and I was stuck in quarantine with the baby, but... Uh, Alright, Grandma. How much fucking weed are you smoking? I'm talking you invented about a baby Zotic. out of nowhere. Alright, Harley. Though. I'm going with Carol Baskin here. I don't think she would be able to murder me if we were stuck in quarantine. She didn't have her tigers to protect her, so I'm not worried about that. I feel like Joe would get too jittery he may go through meth withdrawals, and then he'd be trying to turn a straight guy gay the whole time, and that would get annoying real fast. So I'm going to go with Carol. I'm going to stay away from her. We're not going to talk. It'll be sort of like solitary for me. No. So I'm going Carol Baskin here. You don't get to choose it. You're stuck with Carol, and you you don't get to you don't get to dictate that. So I'm gonna. So my choice was Joe, right? But it's because I think we would get along. All right, but uh, we were not going to have sex. He's gay. Well, you never know. Um, people I, get bored in a quarantine. And they say the best people to have sex with is people that you're living with. Wait, so quarantine. Al would have sex with Carol? He didn't. If we needed to, if we needed to further Ew. the human race, I'm willing to. I'm willing to do do the job. She is rich, Danielle. There's some pluses there. Okay. No one. No one talked about money. 
Carol Baskin Robbins, I'm going down for two scoops, baby. <laughs> that's that's terrible. All right, I'd choose <laughs> Carol as well. I think the your meth withdrawal thing is very real. I don't want to be fucking with a druggie for a month and a half. I'll take I'll Carol and her, and her weird cats. <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> She'd do the I'll meth? I'll give him meth. Okay, all right. All right, and then I'll... Uh, I'll do another His one real quick. Personality's way cooler. Well, that's that's not debatable. Um, what about Messica or Mark Danielle? Who would you rather stay be trapped with? And this is from Love Is Blind. I'm gonna go Mark because he's a cutie. He's just underrated. Like, uh, Jessica's the worst. Like, do I see parts of myself in her? Perhaps, but. Mark is the, he's just mature for his age, even though he's 24. Well, he was 24 at the time of shooting. Like, I think, I think Mark is more the, more so the package. I'm choosing Messica. I just think it'd be, I think it'd be a way better time than Mark. Men versus women? Like, are we just talking about sex? Okay. No, I'm not talking about sex. I just the first two happen to be man versus woman here. I choose well, yeah, Messica because she'd bring she'd bring ton of wine. Uh, she's she's got probably got nice digs. She can probably tell me how she makes a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Hold on here, Danielle's accusing me and you of being feminists right now, and Harley, <laughs> quite frankly, I'm offended. <laughs> Okay, so defend it. Al, who you picking? I'm, I can't pick the second one. I only saw like an episode and a half, so I'm abstaining from this one. Like, I don't know who these people are. Do you want to pick the girl or the boy? I'm not that simple. I need personality. I'm not that shallow. Oh, bullshit. One's you... the worst and one's the sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's Mark. Mark's the sweetie, and Jessica is very um, problematic. She seemed annoying. I think me and Mark could get some uh, body workouts in. So let's go with him. I only saw two episodes, maybe. So, oh, all right. Can, can we go to the next one, Harley? Yeah, go ahead. Give me one of yours. Since you're doing reality TV people and all that right now and things current uh, on TV, the challenge is back this week. Uh, MTV, the challenge, I think it's called something madness or whatever, total madness, something like that. So in honor of this starting this week, who are you going to go with, Harley? Bananas or Wes? Oh, I'm Team Wes, always, every day. Oh, Red, red Beard? Oh, yeah. West is, West is way better than Bananas. Danielle, do you know who they're t- who he's talking about? I think I've heard of them, but like I didn't watch the show, so it would be hard to take a stand. Okay. Al, who would you pick? I got to go Bananas here. Wes, Wes is... One of the people I hate who acts like they're way smarter than they actually are. Like Wes talks about like he's a genius. Like he came up with some fucking vaccine to come up with coronavirus. Meanwhile, he's got like some incubator farm in the Midwest who who knows whether it does good or not. So I think bananas would be, uh, you know, he'd get annoying for sure. But I'd rather be quarantined with him. It'd be fun to drink and just talk talk shit uh with bananas wes would annoy me and wes also looks like he smells like eggs and mayonnaise all right al give us another one um 
Let's go here. Uh, another in the entertainment industry, a franchise close to me and Harley's heart. Uh, Vin Diesel or The Rock? Ooh, um, The Rock. Like Vin Diesel, it, he's just always going to be compared to The Rock, but The Rock's always going to be better. So during a quarantine, The Rock would just be there for me if I need something. Like I got to get something out of the top cabinet, top shelf. He'd be there. Hold on. I think you're looking about this completely wrong. The Rock would not let you have any cheat meals. You, He'd be making you work your ass off. Vin Maybe Diesel is the fucking choice here because Diesel's yes. just going to fucking plop. He's, he's, you don't have to worry about him trying to get supplements or taking your supplements because all he takes is protein. He ain't going to be fucking <laughs> posting Instagram workout thirsty well, videos. I don't take supplements. And we so got cheat meals. Diesel. He can have it. The Rock's going to make you take it whether you want it or not. Yeah, I'm with you totally, Harley. Like, you know, I'll work out during the quarantine, but I'm not I'm not fucking busting my ass going for PRs, man. Uh, and, and The Rock, uh, we talked about Joe Exotic having meth withdrawals. The Rock is going to have some uh, Mexican supplement withdrawals, all the juice he's on. If he doesn't maintain his, uh, you know, supplement regime, he's going to shrink. Plus, he's going to eat all the fucking food in the house. Have you seen what this dude eats? Like, he eats pounds of food a day. Like, you're not going to survive long in a quarantine with The Rock. Hardly all day. I'm popping Coronas with Vin Diesel. They're both going to eat you. Like, if if it came down to it, they would both eat you with uh, the protein. Uh, hold on. I think I could take Vin Diesel in a fight way more <laughs> than I could take fucking The Rock. Oh, my. You Vin, would lose. Vin Diesel's like 5'5". Five five. I got a way but better you chance. you would still fucking lose. Oh, come on. Vin Diesel's fucking blown up on the screen. He's Tom Cruise. Okay. It. Let's move. Agree, agree to disagree. Um, let's move on. Something for the ladies out there. Super Bowl halftime show last year. Who are you going to take in a quarantine? Shakira or J-Lo? I'm sorry, J-Lo. She's, she is older and they're both very beautiful. But J-Lo has proven her work ethic, her stamina. She doesn't quit. She's Jenny from the block. And, oh, uh, God. I, I just, I I feel like she's the best pick All right, for so, me. So I would go Shakira here strictly because I feel like if you're Finally, J-Lo and you're 50 years old. old and you're looking like that, there's some behind-the-scene maintenance going on, and I don't want to go behind the curtain. They both have behind-the-scene uh, maintenance. Yeah, but one's 50 and looking way too good for it. I don't want... You're picking Shakira because she's younger? Yeah, that's... Yes, I'm a feminist, Ew. and evidently I'm an ageist. Ew. You know, Harley, I hate to do it, but I'm going to have to agree with you here. Shakira just seems more down to earth. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. J Lo seems a little too hot. Less successful. I'd be more down to earth if I was less successful. Hey, that's true. The salt of the earth. That's true. Uh, so uh, J Lo seems a little bit too high maintenance for me. She seemed like she'd get annoying in quarantine real fast, especially if she's not putting out. So I'm like, going with Shakira here. There was no like. These are just conspiracies. Anyway, Al we, we we picked the picks. Yeah, Al has the documents. All right, so I got one for you right here. 
uh, since we're talking about Super Bowl. What about Tom Brady or Drew Brees? I'm going to always go Tom Brady, um, even though he's no longer on the Patriots, which will be interesting. And I, I look forward to his newfound career. Um, he's just he's just the better player. I'm sorry. He's a he's an athlete. This is who you want to be stuck in a quarantine with. It's got nothing about who's the better player. Oh, you know what? I think I'm still going to go with Tom Brady because he's going to be sensitive. I can tell talk to him about things. He'll cry a little bit. Like, I think we'll be like on the same page. I can see we'll why you picked that out. fucking simp earlier. Well, I, Y'all I don't are understand. Simp. I don't understand why you think Tom Brady's emo. Like he seems like a pretty. Uh... He cries every Super Bowl. He's a real Howard Baskins. Um, <laughs> Al, I think the pick's easy here. It's got to be Drew Brees, strictly because I don't want to have anything to do with no TB12 method while I'm in quarantine. I don't want to hear any of his fucking concussion water. He's probably coming up with uh, some bullshit conspiracy theories of how he can t- drink water and not get corona. Uh, I, I can't uh, do it. I don't. I don't think Tom Brady's going to try to sell you on it. I think he's he'll he'll show up from a workout being on TV tall, being like, yeah, man, just got a hard workout in. Look, I'm looking pretty good. And you know how old I am? 40 whatever. You know how I did it? TB12. And then just leave you with that while you eat ice cream in the quarantine, getting fatter by the second. So I'm fine with that sort of shame. I'm going with Tom Brady here. He... Drew Brees seems like too much of a cheese dick. Like he, he, there's some sort of facade there. I have a feeling like he, me and him would get on our nerves. Like he would, he would get pissed at me for not putting the toilet seat down or something like that. Tom, he's known to be out chugging um, beers with his linemen, killing them in, in um, chugging contests and stuff like behind the scenes. Tom seems like a, you know, a guy's guy. So I'm going with, I'm going with Tom. Cause I think Drew's hiding something. I, I think he'd be too annoying. I love him as my quarterback for the Saints, though. Don't get me wrong. Wee Man or Peter Dinklage? You want to go first, Harley? Yeah, I'll go Peter Dinklage here because Wee Man's a wild card. He's gonna fuck with me. I'm not. I'm not playing with a, him fucking with me. I think Wee Man would have better content. Like if I'm trapped with someone, like he's gonna make our time more interesting, but I think it's, you know, I'll be good either way. Yeah. I'm going wee man to the bank here. Like Danielle said, he'll create content. He'll, you know, everything you ever imagined doing with a midget, you know, all, you all the sem, all, all the semi questionable things we may be like, sure, dude, we could do that. And Peter Dinklage would just, you know, look down and be smug and uh you know think you were a bad guy so i'm going with we man it would be it would be fun to uh be quarantined with we man plus he's using like half of the tp you know half of everything he's not consuming as much although i guess that goes for dinklage too so uh bad bad job by me there y'all are probably all consuming a bunch of tp now women consume uh, way more tp than dudes okay so yeah. what's the strategy you're asking, like, are you front to back wiping do or back to front? Front to back. How many seats do you use? 
I I I I have no I I'm I, I don't want to talk about this. All right, so let's go to the okay. next one. <laughs> it's been done. We're we're a more a how do you whip your thing what out at a diva. urinal type of podcast? What a diva! All right, what about Carrot Top or David Copperfield? I'm going Carrot Top. He is just more iconic. Do you think Carrot Top's more iconic than David Copperfield? That's just my take. Uh, see, I, I I have a little ignorance here because I really I've heard, I know the name David Copperfield. I know he's massively successful and has a jet, but that's all I know. Like, it'd be hard for me to pick him out of a lineup. Now, if you had picked another showman, say a David Blaine, uh, a Chris Angel, I may be able to answer this better. So I'm gonna just go with. Carrot top out out of picking the devil I know rather than the devil I don't, David Copperfield. So kind of a cop out by me there. All right, Al, I think you'll know both of these people. Pauly Shore or Kevin Hart? <laughs> I also had Kevin Hart in one of mine. It was Kevin Hart or Cat Williams. Ooh. Oh no! Uh, I definitely think him going against Paulie Shore is a better fight. Okay, uh, Paulie Shore is—I've heard him on some stuff. He's very annoying, very like self-absorbed. Talks about himself a lot. Thinks he's you know a ladies' man. Kevin Hart also does annoy the shit out of me, but I feel like when Kevin Hart's not quote unquote on and on a camera, I feel like he'd be okay to be around so i'm gonna go with kevin hart here i'm gonna say neither i don't trust either one of them i'm not trying to hang out with either one of them so i al you gotta go kevin hart i agree paulie shore seems like he's paulie shore 24 7 i'm hoping kevin hart hart has an uh an off switch yeah I I I feel like we're on the right page there, and she just didn't even pick, choose a side. Well, because I don't I don't personally care about either one of. These All right, maybe you oh, care man. about one of these people, Alex Trebek or Pat Sajak. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know who Pat Sajak is. The personally. guy from Wheel of Fortune. How dare you? Ooh. Okay. Okay. Al can go first. Um, even though Trebek is a massive dick, I feel like you have to go with him just for the stories. Like, just so you can tell people once you get out of quarantine, do you believe this thing Trebek did at the house? He was a total asshole of a roommate. So I think Pat Sajak's pretty chill, but I'm going to just have to go Trebek, even though it's probably the wrong answer, just for the stories. I would go the more chill one. So, uh, Pat I think I'd go Pat. Okay, so Al, I like where your head's at with the Trebek. Because my first impression was, fuck Trebek. He's going to try to be a know-it-all. But I think what I would actually end up doing is try to play Stump the Schwab with Trebek. And then I'd have bragging rights over him at something that I got his ass in. I agree. The stories will be better with Trebek. He's going to he's gonna get upset, get pissed off at something stupid. He's going to give you some snarky responses. I, I, I like load, the Trebek. Load up with a bunch of French cheeses that probably don't expire and then pull them out the fridge and be like, hey, Trebek, you want you want Gouda 
and just like mispronounce a bunch of cheeses and have him correct you in his pompous French Canadian uh, put upon accent. Yeah, you, you have. I have to hate picture back there, but you got to do it. And then when he gets high and mighty, Al, you always got to suck it, Trebek. Boom. Right. <laughs> um. All right, I'll go next, Harley. Let's do another one. Uh, we'll stay away from sports. We'll go with the women here. Harley, Rebel Wilson or Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melissa Shout out McCar- to our episode, Thick Chicks. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, because I don't feel like she'd be singing, and she'd probably laugh at my fart jokes more than Rebel Wilson. I think she might sing, but and she doesn't seem to be as like... Uh, I don't think I'd riff with her as well as I would do with Melissa McCartney. McCarthy. You, you and you and Melissa McCarthy have some improv chops together. You guys would be pulling gimmicks in quarantine. Yeah, like she'd be pull. I'd be pulling her finger. She'd be letting it rip. I think it'd be fun. You want another Bratwurst show? Yeah, I, I mean, you. I mean, Rebel Wilson would be just more talented and all around. Like what? She she would just be like better to be around in my opinion like it would be like oh damn you're not just another girl from hollywood you're you you can do all these other things so i'm gonna go rebel i'm with harley you got my little voice in the back of my head saying you know you may not want to pick melissa mccarthy she's you know she's got a lot of range she could she could be really cool like she is in some roles or she could be a nightmare like you know you may not know the real melissa mccarthy you know what you're getting with Rebel Wilson. You're getting an annoying, insecure person. So I'm going Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, she seems like she true. would be. She, she seems like she would be fun to party with. So okay, um, I'll just do some funny matchups I thought of here. Uh, MJ or LeBron? LeBron. Uh ooh, that's a tough one. LeBron's probably going to bring more booze and probably not compete against me against other stuff. So I'll probably pick LeBron, even though I think that's the wrong pick. Yeah, I, I got to go MJ here. LeBron would probably try to – he would have his headphones on, lip-syncing rap videos and making TikToks, and MJ would just be drinking tequila, smoking cigars, and – Talking about how he'd whoop your ass and everything. So I'm going MJ here. All right, that's smart. Okay, another funny one. Aunt Jemima or Mrs. Buttersworth? Aunt Jemima. She's curvier, prettier, (laughs) tastier. She's the pick. Danielle said it perfectly. I'll go Aunt Jemima. She's wrong though. She hasn't done her research. Everyone knows Mrs. Butterworth is the uh, more curvaceous uh, syrup slinger. So I'm going Mrs. Butterworth here. She's got a donk. Hmm. Okay, uh, Harley. My last joke one here: Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Feel like he he already has like ten hours of content every day. I could just just sit back and watch him. He can talk to himself. He won't need me. Skip Bayless is just going to be looking to argue with me all day, and I don't feel like it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you got to go Stephen A. Here, Skip would Skip is too weird. Stephen A. You know he's you know he's acting and he's in on the joke most of the time. 
And like Harley said, he's a content machine. You just wind him up and let him go. So I have a feeling Skip would get weird. All right, Harley, last two. All right, Toby Flenderson or Michael Scott? Michael. <laughs> he's just more, like, Ooh. genuine. Like, is he a good boss? No. Could he, like, like add seasoning and... Like, he would be fun to be in quarantine with because, like, you, you just look at him and you're like, damn, you're worse off than me. This is a tough one, Harley. It's very tough. Like, are we quarantined just us two or there's a couple more people in the quarantine? Like, I feel like you have to have at least another person laughing at Michael with you to even have any fun. If it's just you and Michael and no one's ever going to know about the insanity that went on, is it even worth it? Yeah, I think the answer here is Toby. Toby, see, I think Danielle. This is why Danielle wouldn't pick me to be in a quarantine. Dan Danielle's looking for people that are just going to be like moving around, making crazy shit happen. She's definitely in for the activities. Toby's not going to bother me. He's just going to sit there like a bump on a log. Probably won't even know he's there. I'd go Toby every time here, unless he plays. See, my drawback on Toby is he's like an Eeyore figure. Every time you look at him, he's going to depress you. Like, even though he's not doing anything, you leave your room to go grab something from the fridge, and you see him on the couch, you're instantly going to be like, oh, I thought it was alone. Fucking Toby's here. You know, this is the only person I got. So, And then he may be, you know, telling you depressing stories about how his, you know, grandma and aunt are both in the hospital and they have the coronavirus. Like, I'm I'm sort of that's that's my issue with him. So, and you don't know how long you're going to be quarantined for. So Michael Michael would be fucking annoying though. It's just tough. I think I'm going to go Michael. Michael would Although be it might way be a mistake. <laughs> All right, this will this will be some good pop here. Hey Danielle, Ted Cruz or Donald Trump? Uh, ooh. In quarantine, Ted Cruz, because I can I can get a handle on him, and I feel like I can, you know, manipulate Ted Cruz. I feel like Donald Trump's just such a wild card. There's, you know, there's nothing I can do or say to, to help out the situation. But Ted Cruz is uglier. They're both ugly, but Ted Cruz is uglier. Damn, well, superficial. Oh, and we yeah. You gotta look at his face the whole time. Ted Cruz <laughs> has an awful face. His face does look like it's fucking melting. Um This is a tough one. I think sort of like the Stephen A. Smith pick. I think you gotta go Trump here. He, he he's gonna create a lot of content. I feel like if you pick him and you're in quarantine with him and he's still president. Like you, put, you could have some pull if you're stuck in quarantine with him. Like I would treat it as a game. Like, can I bend Trump's ear and you know get some crazy shit implemented? You know, get in Trump's ear and say, "Hey, dude, this guy's talking behind your back. He needs to be fired, and we need to ramp. We we need to make all these companies start making masks and just That's you know political. see if he, and you're see if he listens political. to me. I feel like that would be entertaining part of quarantine of like being in the war room, making shit happen in the real world. And plus, Trump will just tell you outrageous stories. So I think that would be entertaining. Ted Cruz is a fucking weirdo. I don't fucking trust him. I don't trust Trump either, but I have a feeling, you know, 
Ted Cruz would just be weird. Uh, so I'm, I'm going Trump here. You Regardless sw- of policy. You swayed me with the Trump stories. I think if he's like, if he could give himself immunity and just tell you all the times he's like got peed on in Russia or whatever he's been doing, I think that'd be fucking great. Uh, Y'all are taking it and running with it. Like, that's not what we talked about. You don't get, (laughs) that's not how this works. You don't get world, worldly politics. Like, it's who are you trapped in a room with, not who can politically, you know, help you. Like, Y'all went too far. No matter what room Trump's in, he's he's still the P president. Uh, no. He's still POTUS. So that's not like <laughs> throw that out the window. It's just two yeah, ugly you, guys. You 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 can't throw that out the window though, because you could ask him like, "Hey, when you're sworn in, he's what's the Trump first thing they tell you as man. president? Like, do aliens exist? He's been famous for over thirty years too. Like, you could be like, "Hey, what's so and so really like?" Ted Cruz, I'm not sure I want to hear one single thing he has to say to me. Like Trump, I'd at least hear some interesting stories, and whether they were true or not, it'd be uh, it'd be good storytelling time in quarantine. I think it'd be hilarious for him to be telling random stories, and if he was still super petty about things, I lo- Trump getting petty is is an all time. Oh, got a bonus one. Would you like to be with uh, quarantine with Craig or by yourself? Myself. <laughs> Don't answer too quickly, Danielle. Think about it for a second. Yeah, I'm sorry, Craig. I mean, you weren't invited to the crawfish boil. I don't know where your invite got lost. Well, he lives in Texas. Uh, I know, but he could have came. Well, I live in Texas too. Craig coming almost one- cost him too much money. Well, Craig, at least one person missed you. Al, Craig or alone? Um, I think I'd I think I'd be quarantined. I think Craig would be uh better than being alone. You know, as long as you got enough space, you know, Craig will be there. Uh, he'll put a dent in your food supply, but if you have enough, I think you should be okay. So I, I'd pick Craig over being by myself in solitary. What if What if Craig, Craig comes with his dog? Pepper. Yeah. What if Craig comes with his dog? Um, no, I'd be by myself then. I can't deal with that dog. It's too untrained. I know we got all the time in the world in a quarantine, but I'm not training another man's dog. Even if I knew how. Does anybody have anything else they want to talk about or are we good to sign off? I'm good. I think I'm good, man. Uh, just one last one for the road. Jennifer Aniston or Angelina Jolie, the Brad Pitt bull. Angelina Jolie. Oh, Jennifer Aniston all day. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. She's not bringing all the kids. You know, she's just going to drink some wine and relax. Angelina Jolie would probably be too busy about trying to enact policy and, you know, talk about how we need to have a vaccine, but not even lifting up a finger to to do anything for it. So I'm going Jennifer Aniston. I just want to be quarantined with Angelina Jolie's lips. Like yeah, she doesn't but, have to be there, just her lips. Yeah, but what Whoa. about Anders, uh, Jennifer Aniston's nips? I mean, I think they both have nice boobs. That's not what I'm here for, personally. So. Yeah, because lips are very much not sexual. All right, so thank you for joining us, Danielle. Thank you for appearing on 
the ball with the ball music video, talking small podcast, quarantine together, stay home for the doctors and stay home for the pod. Uh, I think the video Hell came yeah. out really well. Al, that was a good idea. Danielle, do you think his intro was too long? Yes. <laughs> it was sort of out of order of what the uh, actual song is. So it shouldn't have just started with it. Like, I agree right. that it had to be an intro. But do I think it was well, long? Yes. Have you got- Joe, I, I didn't want to shit on Joe for the editing, but the, the actual song says ball at the ball a couple times. And then the my name is Kid Rock part. But uh, Joe, uh, Joe did a great job. You know, I couldn't have done it. So uh, shout out to the uh, transducer for that one. And uh, everybody, everybody who actually sent in their videos, everybody who I who agreed to send in a video and didn't, you know who you are. Fuck you. <laughs> Dirt, Craig, Craig. Eric, damn, Billy else? and Dirt. I said Dirt, but Dirt again. He had two lines. Dirt uh, definitely seemed like he was actually upset. He didn't go into it. Danielle, you think it turned out good? Did you have you gotten good feedback on it? Uh, yeah. Uh, someone told me they were just replaying the the line where I talked about. Oh shit! What's it called? Uh. The whatever with the whatever. Ah, good line. What? I said that's a good line. I'm sure they were replaying. Wait, it. no. Give me a second. I'll actually pull up the DM. Hang on. This is this well, is why watch, our average just watch time. The video. This is why our so average. The DM said I had to. So they said I had to rewind the D's with the forties line a few times, and they drool with a bunch of emojis. God, so guys are so the G's fucking with weird. The 40s. All right, I see why she thinks that people just jerk off in weird stuff. I mean, I, I completely see it now. Yeah, I completely drooled. What, what a fucking simp, Harley. <laughs> I mean, I just killed it. it. Well, you did good, and you definitely uh, did better in the video than you did at picking people like Howard Baskins to go to your crawfish bowl. Uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, you, you sounded like you were trying not to wake up your parents. At, during the video? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it just felt weird seeing it without the background music. And that the acapella part was the worst part for me. Well, I had a Amber, I had an earbud uh, hidden in my ear. You you can go back and check the tape. Okay, well I didn't get to see anyone's tape before I submitted. Oh, neither so. did I. Al told me to do it around the uh crawfish bowl. So I hope I didn't hmm. disappoint you, Al. Hey. Thanks for uh, submitting the video, Harlan. It was good. All right. Again, thank you all for Fuck joining. Fuck you, Gail Godot. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us on Talk Small Podcast. We appreciate it. Danielle, thank you. Al, thank you. Stay safe. Stay quarantined. Uh, the Rhone is out there. Louisiana, like, literally has about a percent of the whole world's diagnosed Rona cases. So it is, it is kind of scary out there. People like Craig that already got heavy breathing, please stay inside. We don't need to lose you, Craig. <laughs> Strippers need you once they go back to work. <laughs> and yeah.